0: The NFL trade deadline is nearing, and there's a lot of uncertainty. Will the Broncos make a move? Will they deal? Players like Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, or Bradley Chubb. We talk about why trading these players is essentially giving up on the season and a little bit. In the future, you get that and much more on today's brand-new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos. Your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. What's up Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode. Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts in audio format. Or whether you watch us on YouTube, do us a favor, hit that subscribe or that follow button down below so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news content coverage and more every single day, every win Every loss and everything in between, we have you covered from the South Stands to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter for Mile High Sports. Joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Beninger. He's the site expert, predominantlyorange.com. Sarah, the trade deadline is near, my friend, 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. It's 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, essentially, on November 1st here. And that's when the deadline will come and go for teams who have interest in trading players or teams who have interest in trading for players. And the Broncos are one of these teams that are circled on everybody's watch list right now, including star pass rusher Bradley Chubb. You and I are going to come at this from a multitude of different ways. But
1: are the Broncos better with Bradley Chubb than they are without him? I think the answer to that question is definitely yes, right, Cody? I mean, he's been playing extremely well this season, but is that the question in this matter, right? We are talking about the the fact that teams are coming at the Broncos making these offers, allegedly a first round pick, and then some, according to Adam Schefter, from what we heard and read from him on Sunday morning. But there's also some layers to that, right? There's different things about what Adam Schefter reported that I think, as you and I were kind of talking after the game on Sunday the things that I hadn't even really heard because you know I stepped away from the the Sunday NFL countdown table and went for a long walk because you know I'm not going to sit there and listen to guys like Randy Moss and other people Dan Orlovsky Ryan. and the you know the likes, <laughs> Rex Ryan I'm not going to listen to them talk about how bad Russell Wilson stinks so I'd encourage everybody you know what as these Bradley Chubb rumors start to co- come up you know maybe you got to take a walk if you're watching ESPN you got to go take a walk instead of listening to those guys but 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 I think, Cody, yes, the answer is yes. The Broncos are definitely better. With Bradley Chubb, the question becomes, do they feel like they can live without Bradley Chubb for the long term? Because right now, that's the biggest question. Would they rather have a first round pick in 2023 or as Peter King maybe alluded to in his Monday article, potentially 2024? Because according to Peter King, teams like the Jets and Dolphins could be offering the Broncos a first round pick, but not specifying whether it's 2023 that be that makes the conversation very interesting and very different in my opinion, Cody. Because if you're getting on offer for a 2023 first round pick, that may be something that George Payton can't say no to if the if the pick is a 2024 first rounder, that to me changes the game entirely because this is a window with Russell Wilson that you're in that you can't necessarily say, Oh yeah, absolutely, we'll trade a star player for a pick that's two years away. No, I I don't think you could do that. So the question is is so layered and multifaceted here. And we're not even sure the Broncos want to get rid of Bradley Chubb over the long haul.
0: Well, we know George Payton said it last week. He said, Bradley's one of our core players, and we don't plan on trading any of our core players. So it's like, is that just GM speak, or does he truly feel that way? And, and I can tell you this, George, initially, after he signed Shelby Harris to an extension, he didn't want to trade Shelby to the Seahawks, but that's what the Seattle Seahawks wanted. That's how the Russell Wilson was going to get done, and that was tough. That was tough for George Payton to have to make that decision. He really loved Shelby Harris there. But also, it, Schefter also reported on Sunday morning, I know there's a lot of things. I, I like Ian Rapaport, but Schefter, Did say something that if Denver does not trade Bradley Chubb at the 2 p.m. mountain time deadline on Tuesday for the NFL trade deadline, they will look to sign him long term. They're not just going to let him walk. So I think that when you have this information right when if you're a Broncos fan that's watching this are the Broncos better with or without Bradley Chubb? You simply have to answer that question, and everyone's going to say, I know we've already gotten comments before saying, well, they have Baron Browning, they have Randy Gregory, they have Nick Benito, and I thought we saw some promise out of Nick Benito on Sunday against the Jaguars, but there's still a lot of room for him to grow and to develop, and we've seen just how valuable it is to have a multitude of pass rushers because the Broncos, right now, they're really kind of at their dire straight. They're at really the bottom of the depth chart as it pertains to that with some of the key guys injured there, so a, a lot of things to ponder here if you're a Broncos fan. Sarah, you know my opinion. I'm a firm believer the Broncos need to extend Bradley Chubb. I know I think you make it very interesting. If yeah, if George Payton does get a first round offer from a team that could be picking inside the top 10 in 2023, it is definitely, definitely going to be hard to, tie, to try to pass something like that up. But I think you have to answer that question. Is he better with or without Bradley Chubb? That is a huge question that we want to know in Broncos country. Let us know your thoughts down below if you're watching on YouTube over tweet us on Twitter at Cody Work NFL at Sarah Bettinger at Lockdown Broncos. If you believe the Broncos are better with or without edge rusher Bradley Chubb who has been turning in a very, very good season. He and Draymond Jones are two energizer bunnies when it comes to the defense. These guys are fun to watch, especially their sack celebration. The cup of tea sitting down in London, but the Broncos now embrace the bye week and with more trade rumors swirling around this Broncos team, we take a look at wide receiver Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about prize picks. The sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. Price Picks is daily fantasy sports done right. And with the Price Picks app, you choose two to five players that you're focused on heading into the week. And these players will have a projection set by Price Picks. And you simply choose whether or not they will have more or less than their Price Picks projection, which could allow you to win 10 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. So download the Price Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports and First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. With more trade rumors swirling around this Denver Broncos team, Jerry Judy's name and KJ Handler's name have been brought up initially in reports. But the Sunday's victory against the Jacksonville Jaguars changed that. Thank you so much, Broncos Country, for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day, every single day free and available everywhere you get your podcast and audio format, or whether you're watching on YouTube. We appreciate you so much taking time out of your day to listen or to watch us break down all things orange and blue. Sir this is another question that we have here for the NFL trade deadline, right? Because Jerry Judy's name has been linked to rumors. KJ Hamler's name has been linked to rumors. And then on Sunday, we see how valuable they truly are to this Broncos offense. And I think tight end Greg Dulcich had a great thing after the game. He said, we play better when we play faster. So instead of you know coming out, huddling, taking your time, they went up-tempo sometimes. And we saw guys like Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler absolutely have an impact and I just can't help but think here sir, with a guy like Russell Wilson who needs these guys so much and who knows what these guys can bring to the table for the offense I have a feeling it wouldn't make him very happy if the Broncos traded these two guys away
1: which all the reports now seem to indicate that the Broncos probably will not trade these guys away and rightfully so right we talked about it after the game the offense just is better when these guys are involved and it it really I think a lot of fans, Cody, that we're interacting with lately – There's there's been a lot of talk that they want the Broncos to kind of just blow it up and hit the reset button and, you know, kind of just move all these pieces, get draft capital and ammunition. But that's really not how it works. Like you can't just you can't just go and do that. This isn't the NBA. This isn't Major League Baseball. And your situation is completely different now than it was a year ago, right? When you had Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Now you have Russell Wilson. You've paid this man a ton of money to be your quarterback. And although he wants to play for the next 10 years, you really have to look at things as though the Broncos are in a four year window. Right. So if you're trading players that have already got experience and multiple years left on their contracts at a position where you really need help. Right. The Broncos wide receiver position hasn't been great this year by any means, but we've seen when these guys get involved. The offense is better. So this is another multi-layered question and and thing that you have to consider when you're talking about the future of the organization and also considering the present. Let's just say fast forward to the offseason here for a second. Let's just say Jerry Judy ends up with a thousand yards receiving and like eight yards or eight touchdowns, you know, something like that. Easily in my opinion, you could get a first round pick for him after the season if you decide to go and trade him in all the hustle and bustle of an NFL offseason. I'm not saying that's what the Broncos should do. I'm just saying that the value changes in the offseason when teams really have an opportunity to kind of sit back and relax a little bit and kind of look at their team on paper. That's when you see, I mean, how many first round picks did we see traded for wide receivers just this past year? Uh, More than I think I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) lifetime. So I just think And the same is true of the Bradley Chubb situation. The Broncos could easily wait till the offseason, franchise tag him, and trade him for top dollar in a bidding war after nobody in the NFL gets anybody that they want in free agency. So that's the that's really the baseline of what you're kind of bidding against right here when you're talking about players like Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Their value is going to increase after the season, in my opinion. Right now, they would be rentals for a team for this year and next year, but at the same time, that that also, too, plays into the value, right? Because a team could be trading for Jerry Judy for three years if they want to pick up his 50-year option. So, I just, I, I don't think that there's any wisdom to this at all, Cody. Where are the Broncos going to get better at receiver by trading? jerry judy and kj hamler i just don't like the idea at all especially with russell wilson finally these last two games we saw him in the first half of that game two weeks ago look really good we saw him in the second half of this game against the jaguars look really good so to me why would you trade somebody i don't know why would you trade his best weapons right that's another discussion point in this jerry judy has been the broncos best weapon this year
0: Well, and I think that brings up another conversation, right? Because Jerry Judy is a guy that I just consistently see – slandered on social media. I see him. Everything that he does is picked apart. It's microanalyzed to the nearest extent. He doesn't give enough effort. He's got all these drops. What if I told you that it wasn't Jerry Judy who's struggling right now? Like who is the one receiver on the team who doesn't lead the team in drops? Right now, Cortland Sutton leads the Broncos in drops. And and I would say like the last two weeks there, it's been kind of disappointing seeing Cortland. He has struggled in the last two weeks. I know the ESPN broadcast on Sunday had mentioned something that, you know, he's like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go get one on this one. you know. Just trying to rally the guys, trying to light a fire under them. But the Broncos had to punt it pretty quickly after Russell Wilson got sacked. I also think there's something to tie into that too, right? Because we already know the offensive line. There's three different backups right now that are starting on the offensive line for Denver. And there could be some more movement, and we'll talk about that a little bit later there. But with that, and if you trade away some of Russ's best receiving weapons and you combine that with the offensive line, it's going to be ugly. I mean, essentially, I want to pose this question. If the Broncos were to trade Bradley Chubb, Jerry Judy, and a guy like KJ Hamler, who we have seen needs to be utilized so much more in this offense. Is that essentially them saying we give up on this season? We give up on this window, essentially,
1: that we have here with Russell Wilson that you alluded to. I think it is and just like these guys right here Cody I'm not a Phillies fan but they're example and exhibit a of why you don't give up on a season I think they had a losing record earlier this year they fired their manager all of a sudden now they're playing like they're gonna win the World Series and that's all thanks to my guys Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos the former Cubs I feel like they're bringing that cubby heart into the (laughs) Phillies organization but that's just me but Cody I think that absolutely it, it shows that you're giving up on the season like the I mean To use the Phillies as an example, it would have been so easy for them to dump all their star players after they had a losing record. You fire your manager. All right, let's have a fire sale at the trade deadline and just reset this thing because we're being impatient. No, you believe in the guys that you have, you believe in your talent, you 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 know commit to the process, right? I mean, I know that it's hard for Broncos fans to do because the process has been ongoing since 2016, but this is a new process, right? This is a this is year 1 of a new process. This isn't year 6 for Nathaniel Hackett or Russell Wilson or any of these guys. This is year, what, three for Jerry Judy? It's year three for KJ Hamler. It's year one for Russ. You have to approach it from that mentality as a fan base as well. Nobody... Nobody likes losing. In fact, I think everybody hates it, Cody, but I think it would show that you're really giving up on this season to give up on these players and, and to give up on this season isn't fair to anyone. It's not fair to the players. It's not fair to your new ownership. It's not fair to your rookie head coach. It's not fair to Russell Wilson, who, I mean, yeah, fair. He's supposed to make everyone better at $245 million. We get it. People like we hear all these different things and we see all these comments and we understand where you're coming from, but in order for a good player to succeed, you got to put good players around him, right? I mean, look at the Broncos with Peyton Manning. You go out and you get a West Welker, even though you already have Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, and Julius Thomas. You go out and you make these moves to make your best players better. I just think trading these guys would be mailing it in, and I don't think there's any reason for the Broncos to do that at this point. And look, it just goes back to the analogy. We want picks.
0: Folks, we didn't care about picks the moment that the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. It's just that now, in hindsight, seeing the struggles and seeing them going through these growing pains, it's like, oh, I can't believe we made this trade. We don't have any picks. 2023 NFL Draft is the final year that the Broncos do not have a first or second round pick. But here's the writing on the wall. As I mentioned in yesterday's postgame report, George Payton had the same exact thing go on for him, right? No first round pick, no second round pick. You had a late, late second round pick that you got in the Von Miller trade from the Rams. But outside of that, the Broncos nailed it in free agency with their picks. And those guys have been impact players. You don't think that the Broncos can't go into free agency this year, shore up the offensive line and go in and add some key pieces there. And who knows, like the defense is playing so well right now coming to play in this defense for some players is very appealing though. Right now I'm looking at, I'm like, I'm not sure the Broncos have any major holes right now on the defensive side of the ball. They're getting really good production from a lot of players. But Denver could become a destination for other players who want to come and have a chance to win. It's all about the window, right? Some fans may be like, oh, I don't think that any player is going to see that. But I, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I think that there is a window here for this Broncos team. I think they have the talent. And if they can get the offensive side going, tell you what things could turn around quickly for the Broncos. Is it going to be this year? Probably not, right? But next year, the year afterwards, there's a three-year kind of span right here in a window that we've been talking about that I feel like they can do a lot of damage. And I think a lot of it's going to be predicated on what George Payton does here today or in the next 24 hours as the NFL trade deadline does approach. This will be a very, very interesting time, and it could set the table for the next three to four years for this Broncos football team. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're going to talk about some trade candidate names on the Broncos roster that maybe not a lot of people are talking enough about. What moves are a little bit more likely? We dive into that, including some players on the offensive line in just a moment. But before we get into all that, let me tell you about BetOnline.net, the sponsor of today's episode, Locked On Broncos. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every single game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online where the game starts. Who are some other players on this Broncos roster right now that could be drawing some trade interest from various other NFL teams? One thing we've learned is that when we expect George Payton to do one thing, he does the other. When we zig, he zags. And it could impact the NFL trade deadline. We'll take a look at a couple names here on the Broncos roster. Just want to say thank you so much to everybody in Broncos Country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. We appreciate you so much. We're available on your favorite audio podcasting platform. So whether you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like the YouTube video, comment for the algorithm. And also make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content and coverage. Sir, there are some other names that we've heard that have some trade interest from other teams around the NFL. And I think that there's some reasonable moves that we will probably see. And I also think that there's one that is kind of questionable in a sense, right? Will it make the Broncos better? I mean, will it make them worse? You know, how does this impact an already banged up unit as we speak? And I want to focus here on Dalton Reiser. We've seen his name kind of thrown out there a little bit that some teams have interest for. Now, granted, he is playing on a rookie contract, right? So it makes things a little easier. But the Broncos' offensive line has struggled, not only just with injuries, but I think in this new scheme, they have really struggled. However, after Lloyd Cushingberry went out with an injury on Sunday at the center position, we saw Graham Glasgow, the veteran guy who used to play right guard for them, step in, and the offense actually did pretty decent at that point but we saw various moments where dalton reisner had struggled i think they really he and he and Lloyd cushionberry just haven't meshed well together right but if they're receiving trade interest for him i mean could we see
1: dalton reisner moved at the trade deadline would that make sense for the broncos here I think it does make sense, Cody, and there's one big reason for it. We saw this past week in London, which I thought was kind of odd, but we saw Tom Compton return to practice after he had the back injury that held him out in the offseason, and that was something that I think a lot of people were wondering, is he even going to be able to come back from this? He's an older offensive lineman with a back injury. That's not exactly the recipe for success, but I think if he's healthy and he's ready to go, he can be your starting left guard. If not, there was a point in time where Natani Muti looked like he might be contending for a starting job as well. So you've got the Broncos, got Tom Compton, who they believed, I think, when they signed him, I think they believed at any point in the season he could start at a variety of positions, and we may see that come to pass. Natani Muti, we haven't really seen him play but I think he could get called up in the near future if the Broncos wanted to do that. Also, Luke Wattenberg, I mean, he's been playing mostly center, but he's also got the guard versatility. So then you've got those guys to me, Cody. It opens you up if you want to make a big change on the offensive line and say, all right, it, it hasn't been good enough at center or left guard this year, which it hasn't. And those guys have been mostly healthy up until Sunday's game where Lloyd Cushenberry did get injured. If that's the case, you believe you can upgrade with the other guys that you have. I would say a change of scenery for Dalton Reisner, although it would be very sad because we love Dalton Reisner. I would say it does make some sense if you want to reshuffle that offensive line. Well, and it's crazy you bring
0: up Luke Wattenberg. I don't know if many people noticed, but on Melvin Gordon's rushing touchdown, he was in on the offensive line. I'm not sure who he was in for, if he was just an additional lineman, but he was in. I saw him in the end zone celebrating, so... We'll see. And, and uh, you know, this is this is a very, very interesting time. And you know what? Tom Compton is a guy that I feel like, I'm glad you brought him up. I feel like we have all forgotten that they signed Tom Compton, right? Because initially in training camp, he had the back procedure. And then from that point, it's like, okay, you know, he's on the reserve PUP list. And it's like, we all forgot about him since. But he can't. I mean, he can play tackle. He can play guard. He can play center if the Broncos need him to because he's got experience. And he has ex- experience in a system like the outside zone scheme. Even though we haven't seen the Broncos be able to run much much. So uh, that is an interesting wrinkle to be able to throw in there alongside Natani Muti. So I guess it's not all as doom and gloom as it may appear to be sometimes on the offensive line. But on on another position here for this Broncos team, Albert Okuebunam has been another name that's been thrown out there. And probably out of all the names that we've talked about with trade interest being linked to them, it seems like Albert O is probably the more likely one that will be traded at this point in time with the emergence of Greg Dulcich in the offense and how he's being utilized. Albert O be being a healthy scratch for the third consecutive week, it, it's frustrating because you and I have talked about what Alberto can do really well. I've talked with Albert; you know, he's disappointed in how things have gone. In a sense, like he wants to be able to contribute and he wants to be able to showcase. He wants to stay in Denver, but you know it. it when you have other guys that are emerging, he's not even a, a big part of that. When you have Eric Sober Eric Tomlinson, and now Dulcich really getting a big majority of the moves alongside Andrew Beck. I mean, the writing is on the wall here as much as I love Albert O. But I would like to see him you know, get a new opportunity to go elsewhere and to showcase what he can do as a big receiving tight
1: end option. And the first time that we see him running across the middle of the field and getting the ball in stride, Cody, I think everybody's going to be like, why the heck did the Broncos not do that? I I think everyone knows if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, my thoughts on the Albert Okuibunom trade back when it was really fresh and we were talking about it. If not, if you're listening for the first time, first of all, thanks for listening. Thanks for jumping in. I personally feel Cody and you know this, uh, I think it's a dumb idea to trade him. I do. I just don't like the idea. I think that you're an offense that has been really Really struggling all year, you've got a weapon, a potential weapon in Albert Okwebonam, and you're, you're not playing him for whatever reasons. I mean, we've seen Greg Dulcich basically setting Broncos rookie tight end records, which we already saw Noah Fant set a couple of years ago. So if Greg Dulcich is already rewriting the record books, it's like what what is Greg doing that Albert can't do? You know what I'm saying? And I know that Greg is. I'm not trying to diminish Dulcich and what he's bringing to the table, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, over the course of this this. Week week and the bye week. But but man, it, it just frustrates me that you got a guy that's 6'6, 265 pounds, and, and runs a 4'49, and you can't get him the ball any which way. I just don't understand that. I think it's an indictment more so on the coaching staff than it is on Alberto Oka. And, and I'm with you, Cody. I would love to see him go and excel elsewhere. Obviously the Broncos aren't gonna trade him to a division rival. So, I mean, sure, why not? Let's Send him to the Eagles. Send him to the Giants or whoever and let him succeed because I just think that, man, it's going to frustrate a lot of Broncos fans the first time we get a sixth-round pick or whatever for Albert Kuebenam and then all of a sudden he's screaming across the middle of the field going for 40 yards on a play for another team. We are going to have people jumping into our mentions and into <laughs> our comments section wondering, why did the Broncos not do this with Albert Kuebenam after they begged for the team? to trade him for weeks. So that's kind of where I'm at with it, Cody. You know where I'm at with it. I think the Broncos should find a way to utilize Alberto rather than trade him somewhere else.
0: I'm with you as well because you know you have a bunch of other tight ends on one-year deals, right? I mean, Andrew Beck's on a one-year deal. Eric Saubert's on a one-year deal. Eric Tomlinson's on a one-year deal. So, I mean, you do have flexibility, right? If you really believe in Alberto's trajectory and that he can be somebody that you can utilize in this offense, I mean, it doesn't make much sense at this point to trade him when you know that you can still have him on the roster going into next season. So, a lot of things to ponder here, but Broncos country, the NFL trade deadline is near, and one thing is for certain, Sarah Bettinger and myself, we will have you covered. If there's any breaking news, any big trade for this Broncos football team, we'll have you covered every step of the way here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast for your daily Denver Broncos news content coverage and more on your favorite audio podcasting platforms, or whether you're watching us on YouTube, do us a favor. Don't forget to comment on the YouTube video, like the YouTube video or tweet us on Twitter with your thoughts on the episode as well. Sarah and I will be back tomorrow for a brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.